Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. It is Tuesday, May 2nd. Uh, we are here. We are going to give our full uh, Mandalorian Season 3 sort of reaction and review. Um, again, if you're here listening, thank you so much. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, and let us know how you're finding us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So, anyway, with that, let's get into our segments. Joe, how's the horror corner looking? It's looking good. Uh, so, Evil Dead Rise is killing it in theaters. Did you get a chance to go see it? I did not, unfortunately. I'm I, really yeah. trying to get out there and get it. <laughs> I'm so bummed. I was supposed to see it last Thursday. I forgot that that was art night at the school. Um, Jamie hates horror movies. Uh, Mike hates horror movies, so I was gonna go with uh, just Gina Wait, to go Jamie see it. Hates horror just movies. Gina. I'm so Jamie, confused right now. Uh, so it needs to have a happy ending, isn't that? Uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they have happy endings, but she's not a big sometimes she likes horror movies like we watched. Um, oh god. It'll come back to me in a second. We watched we watched some scary-ish movie the other night. Um, and she was okay with that. Uh, but uh, and she watched Barbarian with me, you know. Like if I'm if I'm into it, she'll sort of entertain it. But it, the 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 trailers for Evil Dead Rises were just too scary for her. <laughs> so, so that was the big eh, eh, with that. So yeah. Um, but I will, I'm so, I'm so sorry, Joe. I've completely hijacked. Oh, no, segment. It's fine. <laughs> um, she is down to watch. I don't know if you guys saw the, the trailer for this, the platform on Netflix. No, no. Okay. So it's, uh, uh, a prison prison levels, right. And, uh, the, the not so bad criminals get all the good food, right. Then when they're done, the platform goes down to the second tier of criminals. They get the leftovers. Oh no! And oh. then it goes down to the third tier. It's a, uh, it's a foreign movie. It's dubbed on Netflix, but it's getting some really good reviews. So I'm gonna have to, and J Jamie's willing to to see that one. So so it's like trickle down theory and practice with edibles <laughs> right exactly yeah nice. uh but the, the spoilers uh, like, it doesn't work <laughs> right the trailer looks killer the trailer looks good and again like i said it's it's been getting decent reviews so anyway sorry joe evil dead rises <laughs> killing it in theaters go <laughs> it's killing it and uh i finally watched uh, a knock at the cabin uh oh how was that oh, next ding dongs <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry what <laughs> i i enjoyed it i thought it was great really um I have a soft spot for Batista, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he's really good in this, and um, nice. it's it's like super interesting. And then I kind of got a little like sidetracked because like I was like, oh man, this is like M Night Shyamalan actually did a really interesting, cool movie, and then I realized it's based off a book, and I'm like. Oh damn it! It's not even his story. Right. Yeah, we need him to get back to this, his. I would Sorry. put this with like, um, uh, what's the one with um, the blind gal? Uh, the village. The village. I would put this yeah. like kind of in the village category. Like it's not songs, okay. but it's not like like way down. It's like in the middle. Good one. Okay. But yeah, it's got uh Rupert Grint, who we all know Ron Weasley. That's right. Yeah. Who gets super aggro in it, which is interesting to see. <laughs> nice. Like, okay. It's probably in his writer, like make me be as far away from Ron Weasley as I could possibly be. Yeah, uh knock at the cabin. It's uh, a family goes and rents a cabin in the woods, just get away for a while and uh, they uh, get met with these people that are saying the world's going to end unless you help us and you have to make these impossible decisions. And it's like, okay, are these people just crazy or are they yeah. legit and the world's really going to end? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that weird, like trippy M night vibe. Nice. But 
yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And nice. at the end of it, I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, well done. Well done, sir. <laughs> okay. It's it's not uh, signs by any means, but it's, it's right. good. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, how many side kittens? Uh... Two, maybe? I mean, like, if we're talking side kittens as creepy, weird, gory. Okay. It's it's fairly tame. It's more okay. of a psychological mindfuck. Okay. So there nice. is a there is a couple of, uh, like, violent, violent scenes in it. Uh-huh. Yes. Other than that, it's uh, fairly just more mindfuck, psychological, like... You have to do this, or this is going to happen, and they're both horrible, impossible situations. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like we're talking like saw type shit, or what? <laughs> like, uh, you have to choose between your family and the entire world. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, all right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. No bueno. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, oh, check and, it out. Uh, it's okay. uh, actually I need to look. To where it is available because <laughs> uh, that's another mr soup oh yeah <laughs> provided by um, mr soup provided by mr soup <laughs> nice um this segment sponsored by <laughs> mr soup <laughs> Horror. Yeah, and good to know because it's basically 20 dollars on any streaming service you have so oh uh, <laughs> wow okay nice cool uh i thought it was available on uh on the cock Oh, it might. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, How but... big is it? You can watch TV <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> Only horror movies, though. Right. Yeah. You Only got, you got about two hours of cock. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the show is at a new low. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. You're a streaming service and you have cock in your name. I can't not uh, call it that. Right. And, and pee. Yeah. Too. Like, yeah. Come on. So, uh, no, we're you gonna either... watch that. You're we'll either going to be watch... P or cock, either way. Right, yeah. <laughs> probably going to watch that on the cock this weekend. Hey, see, it just it rolls off the tongue. It I really mean, does. Come on. <laughs> I prefer the Bulldog Network, but personally. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have just revealed too much. Ew. Oh, yeah. It's just like how I used to call Walnut Creek the nut. I mm -hmm. love, you know, hey, what, we're hanging nut. out in the nut tonight. Come on. Jesus yes. Christ. Meet me in the um, nut. <laughs> nobody says that. <laughs> I know. Continue. Nobody does. Moving I on. did. Nobody Moving else on. does. Um, so, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I know. I'm a child. I am. I really am. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe, anything else? Horror Corner? Uh, that's it for me. Short and sweet. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So the, uh, the, the, it was, it wasn't a horror movie by any way, shape, or it was more of a, again, another, uh, sort of like a, not a murder mystery, but there was a, um, is a Mila Kunis movie that just dropped on Netflix called the luckiest girl alive. Um, and she is, is a survivor of a mass school shooting. Oof. And, uh, people, there's a lot of mystery as to why she was spared and what happened on that day. And uh, it, they uncover obviously during the movie, what happens. And it's a, it was a really interesting watch. It was a very heavy movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck. You think? Well, yeah. And you, you walk away from it. Like, man, it's because there's like, uh, you find, obviously you find this out in the first few minutes of the movie that this is what happened. But I mean, there, there's a whole other, like several layers of shit that happen that go down. Oh, geez. So yeah, so it just it sort of piles it on, uh, which is nuts. Um, so yeah. Um, so anyway, uh with that, we can uh we'll jump into uh the shit you should be watching right now. And uh Nate, uh I don't say this a whole lot on the podcast, but <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Uh-huh. Nate, you were right. <laughs> wait hang on mark right. the date and time may yeah. <laughs> 2nd 2023 7 19 and 32 seconds ish what say that again so nate you were right uh-huh yeah uh so for regular listeners of our podcast i uh received shit last week for not watching ted lasso oh god yeah i mean that's a fucking easy one <laughs> 
Uh, and well, and I was I was part of the group that I didn't necessarily get it. Yeah. You know, like, and I I had recently watched the free one uh, that's available to anybody the the pilot episode, and I was just like, all right, I I you know I can kind of see where this is good. Uh, I completely binged. Pinched. I'm I'm caught up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So the new one comes out tomorrow, right? The next episode comes out tomorrow, season three. Uh, dude. I, I mean, well, I'm a week behind you then, because okay, I'm to watch uh, last week's with Annie. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I heard there, it was pretty intense. Right, so, I, so don't say anything. Don't. No, don't I'm not gonna say. I just. I mean. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna Roy fucking Kent, man. He's yeah, so good. Like I said, don't say anything. Fucking no, I, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's I, I mean, anyway, unrecommended shit. Yeah, there are characters. There are characters in this show that are just, that are just fantastic. You yeah. you genuinely care about everybody in here. It's I mean the, it, you know, it's it's not just a show about American coaching football, right? It's it's uh, man, it's it's so great and it's just so well written. It's so everybody in there does just such an incredible job. Um, I mean, uh, great to see Anthony Stewart head on the on the screen again, too. Oh, wait, what? Uh, what? Yeah, Anthony Stewart heads in this. Yeah. You have my attention now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of the best shows ever made, Joe. Even if you don't, yeah, like the football part of it is just a backdrop, it's really. So it's so minimal. It's right? a vehicle. Every, oh, you mean yeah. the hand egg sports ball? No, <laughs> right. it's, this is soccer, so it's this actual is, football. Yeah. Oh, actual football, football, not American yeah. football. Yes, the the foot sphere netball. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Anthony Stewart had plays the um, plays the ex husband, the the ex owner of the club that Ted Lasso is now coaching. Mm. Um, He's a good that, deal. Yeah. Oh man, so good, so good in this, and uh, man, he looks great too. Um, Anyway, good good to hear. He's a good looking man, but I mean, you know, it's it's been a while since I've seen him on on Buffy, but no, he looks he looks great. He's getting older in years, so good to hear you. Yeah. Um, but no, man, dude, you you were you hit the nail on the head. Dude, Beard is such a great character. Oh my god, (laughs) the the quotes and the quips that come out of Jason Sudeikis and and Beard's mouth, like. Uh, taking on challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? Like right. shit like that. This is right. all just, it makes no sense in the setup, but the delivery is poignant every time. Yeah. It's well, so good. And, and this. I do love a locker room. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Room. This and, and not just those elements, but then they, the interspersing of movie quotes in yeah. the natural dialogue uh-huh. is how I converse. Uh-huh with people <laughs> yeah well the, the so, shit that head throws out it, so oh. head head is the name of the uh, beard excuse me not head yeah beard beard is the the name for the assistant coach but he throws out he's like the brains of the operation and he throws yeah. out just these amazing one-line references i'm trying to remember one that i was oh my god something about it was basically it was referring to the muppet show and it took a minute right yeah for <laughs> right. for ted lasso to get it and go got time to start the music you know kind of right, thing yeah. like it was <laughs> you know it's that kind of shit yeah but it's all the side characters i'm sorry i don't want to take over your quick no here, no no no. please i i, I hijacked joe's it's only yeah. natural that you hijack mine so. so this is the show that one of the writers became basically the star of the show they're they're writing episode three or four of the show and the writer's like i think i'm fucking Roy Kent. And he basically sent in a never acted before in his life writer sent yeah. in a reel to, I forget exactly who he sent it to. I'm pretty sure it was like the writer's room and the executives, you know, if this is off base, then let me know. But I think I can, I'm fucking Roy Kent. And he's very yeah. like soft-spoken normally and, and not like aggro at all, but the character's like, ah, oh, get fucking pissed, you know, just know, very yeah. <laughs> yeah. in your face. He's an old school uh, player who's kind of gone through it and now is coming back like at the end of his career and the beginning of the, the show kind of thing um but basically they said well nobody did a better audition than you so you got it and he won the yeah. fucking golden globe for it <laughs> or right. emmy emmy for yeah. in his first the first season so um yeah all of the characters like the new owner is amazing oh, yeah like yeah uh keely is amazing like all of the every character yeah. is fucking great it's it's just brilliantly written tv and it has so much fucking heart in it oh yeah it's like 
how does his act how, he must be a monster if his his wife right. walked out on him because jesus christ everything i've yeah. ever seen from jason sudeikis is like yeah life yeah. goals you want to be that guy like right yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway so sorry <laughs> no no so so again uh nate you were right mm -hmm. <laughs> um thank you wow that's a lot yeah minute. i don't know if i can handle that hang on you might want to turn off your monitor real quick Sorry. <laughs> um i'm almost there keep, keep saying oh it. good god okay good Yikes. God, hey and the show is at a new low <laughs> right yeah um so uh uh and then uh we watched jamie and i watched uh second season of carnival row the final season oh, on amazon prime still. uh man such a downer it it, it was it was good but again, you're dealing with a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah. And, well, it, was and supposed it was to go for four seasons or something. Right. And they got right. They only got extended for one kind of wrap it up box. Right. Yeah. And they do a good job in it. They do a really good job in it. And and again, it, people do like it's it's well acted. But man, it's they just they they throw in a lot. They throw a lot at us. And uh, it, it does. It is a, a, a very satisfying end. I, I will say that. So um, if you if you if you if you like the first season, certainly give the second season a watch. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, uh, uh, Yellow Jackets. I know I said this last time, but man, oh, man, it's on it, my list too. Shit, show show just gets better and better. <laughs> I haven't um, even watched I, the first season. I okay. keep hearing about it all the time on like Twitter and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's it's the again the the sort of the the balance between the young actresses and the old actresses portraying the same characters are just it's it's so good and um you know uh, Juliet uh, Juliet Lewis is great uh but man uh, like Christina Ricci she's she's so good she's just so good in this she's she's just like slightly unhinged and off kilter and her with Elijah Wood this season is everything I ever wanted in a sort of a buddy comedy. It really is. It's, it's so good. Um, uh, oh, I can't say enough about it. If you haven't watched yellow jackets yet, please watch yellow jackets. Um, I'll have to and, look uh, up this new up and coming actress. What's her name? Christina. I know. What? God damn it. I keep saying it wrong. Is it Ricci? Yeah. Ricci. Okay. Christina Ricci. Yeah. Yeah. I could, you know what? That's, that's me. Just I'm sorry. Me. It happens every time I got, I know. It I, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So that's it for, uh, for shit. You got to watch. So, uh, Nate Marvel minute. Shit. You got to watch. I don't know, man. Streaming selection of the week. I like that a little better. Let's, you know, let's working, I, working title. Let me let me sleep on it. Let Shit, you gotta watch. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Big week for Marvel, man. Gardens of the Galaxy, Volume Three comes That's out this right. week. Gardens of the Galaxy. I said gar <laughs> I said Guardians. Thank you. <laughs> I have thank been drinking you, IPA. Thank you, so, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard right Gardens. Here. Okay. Check your ears. Uh, no, I probably did say that. Um, anyway, uh, GOTG V three <laughs> <laughs> drops this week, and it's getting crazy good reviews and like crying emojis, which is all you know. No spoilers. It's in the trailers. You know, shit's going down. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm taking Addie and Annie to see it Thursday night. So we don't get anything spoiled. I was going to wait nice. till like the, you know, Tuesday discount, whatever. Cause fuck Fandango and their goddamn $7 processing fee for three. Oh tickets. yeah. Like, God, get out of here anyway. Um, but we're going on Thursday just to make nice. sure nothing gets spoiled and it's kind of a big deal i've taken addy to all of them and oh yeah uh, annie's a huge fan too so it's perfect um, nice we're gonna have a good time so that's happening on thursday it's gonna be fucking crazy uh apparently they were originally gonna make this a groot and rocket movie instead of guardians of the galaxy 3 oh they were gonna do like a prequel of okay groot and rocket um and that was from james gunn he's like i always thought it was a third movie thing 
uh, we had we had to tell Peter Quill's story first to get to Rocket's story, and then the only yeah. question was, was this movie going to be a Rocket and Groot movie, or was it going to be Guardians 3? Because initially, I was going to do it as Rocket and Groot, which okay. is still a thing, could still be a thing uh, right. in the future, so yeah. we'll see what happens there. Uh, super excited for that. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse gets a record-breaking runtime, uh, apparently. Are you guys getting an echo at all? No. Okay, weird. Um, apologies. That's okay. Uh, 16, 12. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the new Spider-Man movie, is getting <laughs> a, a record-breaking runtime at two hours and 20 minutes, which apparently is like the longest ever major Hollywood studio animated movie, which is kind of cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've got Consuming Spirits and the Lord of the Rings original animated thing, I Am Nightmare, Fantasia, those are all two hours and change, but less than this one. So just a cool little tidbit for you. Yeah. Um, in I don't think we really need this Marvel news. Uh, Margot Robbie eyed for massive Marvel superhero role is a rumor that she's been offered as the role of Sue Storm. Right. In the Fantastic Four reboot uh, to go alongside Adam Driver, because apparently he's in talks to play Reed Richards. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I. I mean, I, love I like it because it's Adam Driver, but I don't see it as really Yeah. Like. No, I mean, I love her as Harley Quinn. I don't see her as Sue Storm either. Like, yeah. I don't see him as Reed Richards either. I want, I, I kind of want young unknowns, you know, to, to play this role, but it just depends on where they are going to be in the timeline. And I think what's going to happen is there's a, there was a subtle throwback in um, Multiverse of Madness where, uh dr strange is talking to reed richards we saw him on the screen briefly and he's like didn't you guys chart in the 60s so mm. i think what's going to happen is they're going to model the fantastic four as like people at a time situation oh uh, interesting getting cut, stuck in the quantum realm or something like that sure and then coming back in so it's going to take a little more acting chops i think than newcomers would have so i could see yeah. them putting in people like driver and and margot robbie um yeah because they are great actors regardless of what we think about them in their role so sure um yeah interesting it's just a rumor that she's been offered it so she doesn't mean she's necessarily has it excuse yeah. me necessarily has it or has accepted it see i'm um, not the only one yeah <laughs> well i i blame the day <laughs> uh, no of course yeah um let's see moving on uh there's a writer strike. Uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> on. That kicked off today. Uh, they didn't come to an agreement by midnight last night. So six upcoming Marvel movies that could suffer from the 2023 writer strike because it's all about us and the MCU, <laughs> right? And not about the writers. <laughs> but it was a good article. Um, yeah. So we got Thunderbolts coming up July 26th. Blade. Uh, sorry for next year. Thunderbolts coming up July 26th. Blade September next year. Uh, Deadpool 3, November next year, Fantastic Four, February 25, Avengers King Dynasty 25, and then Avengers Secret Wars 25. So those are all, or 26, excuse me. So those are all just major MCU movies that are going to get hit uh, by the writer strike potentially. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they come to an agreement soon because without the writers, there is nothing. So pay those fucking people. <laughs> and while we're at it, kick some of that uh, fucking Marvel money down to the teachers. Let's, let's, uh, Spread all of that around. Come on <laughs> um, let's see. Without the teachers, we got no writers. God damn it. Let's go all, all right. the way to the beginning. Um, Disney Plus reveals mature TV rating for Marvel's next show. So apparently Secret Invasion is getting a mature rating uh, oh. in the UK. Uh, so that that's interesting because the UK is definitely a little more lenient than we are over here <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that. Do we have Samuel Jackson to blame? <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. He, you get one motherfucker every episode, motherfucker. Just one. <laughs> that was two, Sam. Thanks. Yeah. How do you <laughs> say a quarter gotta... with cheese? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that was good. Uh, yeah. The previews are fucking nuts, man. I'm so excited for Secret Invasion. They just dropped It does look fun. Yeah. They dropped a new trailer. I think it was today um where it actually shows they they talk about super scrolls and it shows a little bit of that whole program and how okay. it's going to be in the show so i'm really excited for it plus we get the mother of dragons uh, in the mcu oh yeah cool. yeah 
Um, let's see. So James Gunn news disagrees with some of the Avengers infinity war decisions. So he was actually kind of bummed, not bummed, but he said that like star Lord wouldn't have punched Thanos and caused that whole situation in infinity war, you know, when they were about to yeah. take love off Thanos and then he punches him in the face. I always thought that was really ham fisted, pardon the pun, but yeah, yeah, I totally agree with him. Like there's, he's not that dumb. I mean, I, I get it, get emotional, but well, I, I mean, and that's and that's an interesting thing too when you're when you <clears throat> give birth to a franchise, not a, a a segmented part of the franchise, and they're characters that you write and you own, not necessarily own, but you own their voice and that version, and their the actions MCU to version a degree. Of that. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, and again, I always thought this was weird that do you have other people direct them and write mm-hmm. for them? Nope is hard because you're not necessarily getting that you know i mean and george lucas feels you (laughs) right no i i I mean totally yeah and uh i I mean it was a lot of i mean one of the many reasons why the dc movies were were all over the place as well um so uh so yeah no i i get it too yeah. Coo, coo, coo. yeah i totally agree with him and it's interesting to see what's going to happen uh to those characters moving forward now that he's uh with the dc so i'm so excited that he's running that shit now like i can't well, wait the flash trailer is before him but fuck, yeah if that's any <laughs> example of the kind of stuff we're gonna get holy shit i i haven't been excited for a trailer like that since like the infinity war stuff yeah all the other marvel movies aside are cool but this looks fucking insane yeah and and so i i watched a lot of the non-spoilery reviews for guardians of the galaxy 3 um and they all they all said that this this gets marvel back on track like everyone's saying that it's you know hey it's you know if others were like foul balls for this was a home run by by any means and the underlying tone of everything is like thank god he's in charge of dc now yeah, I've heard, you know, I've seen a couple articles thrown around like best Marvel movie ever, right. which is, I mean, the, it's well, the not ones that, film, not high film or whatever, yeah. according to Scorsese, but that's a big, that's a big roto hope. There, there's a bunch of really, really good movies, but yeah, well, the, the three interviewers, the three reviewers I saw said best uh, Marvel movie since Endgame. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and uh you know and and when it's when he said that he was going to write and direct superman legacy yeah like it's just like man i uh, like you know is it is it gonna be any good and then like hearing these reviews i'm like it, it's got it i mean and man and brightburn was so fucking good too yeah i mean consider the stuff that he's done too it's not yeah. just that it's it's peacemaker it, and a bunch of all right. those little side stuff that's been pretty major but not you know giant films like this guy doesn't he's, do bad shit, or at least he's got a great track record in the last decade. So right, at least he knows how to speak to us. Yeah, you know, crazy and that's hair, right, and no, <laughs> and, and yeah, and that's the thing for sure. So yeah, this just got it, this got me more excited. Where I was a little sort of ho hum that he was going to handle Superman. I was like, you know what? No, 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 I'm no, yeah. I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah it'll be cool to see what happens with that sorry that was yeah. a big we just dove into the dc universe there. So, oh my god i'm thinking i'm burning like it's holy water well, Hang no on. you know you can't not connect them now because james gunn was such a part of the marvel thing, I, I, so. know, I know i know trust me i know um okay <laughs> moving on uh so marvel's rhino villain confirmed for live action return in the 2023 movie craven the hunter so one of the uh subplots i guess of craven the hunter is that he's hunting the rhino villain and this is not like paul giamatti in the mech mm-hmm. suit. <laughs> this is a like mutated juggernaut sized version of a the rhino like from the comic books Ooh. where he was in, like the big giant rhino guy so uh and it's confirmed that it's going to have an r rating which will be really cool <laughs> I think. yeah um and i don't know if you saw the the teaser trailer but the footage starts by with craven biting a dude's nose off like it's gonna be <laughs> no. crazy bloody violent like and shit. so uh this is uh aaron taylor aaron taylor johnson right yeah yep okay it is nice yeah it'll be cool to see what happens with that um yeah so i'm excited for that movie it's coming out this year so it'll be great 
Um, let's see. So recently, Disney Plus finally is gathering all the Spider-Man stuff, Spider-Man stuff underneath its giant umbrella. Uh, for some reason, I mean, obviously it's like licensing and and that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, they were most of the Spider-Man stuff was not under Disney Plus, uh, and now pretty much everything is, with the exception of Amazing Spider-Man Two. So almost every other Spider-Man thing, uh, with the exception of um, Homecoming and Venom, those are both coming to Disney Plus on Friday, May twelfth. Uh, we're going to get that amazing Spider-Man, which is arguably one of the better Spider-Man movies ever made, uh, mm-hmm. visually at least, um, is going to be joining them sometime in 2023. And then all of the Spider-Men will be under the evil overlord that is Disney+. Plus. Um, <laughs> so then kind of to wrap this thing up, um, not so good news, obviously. We talked about this last time. Uh, Jonathan Majors and this continuing saga... Oh. Uh, apparently his uh, alleged victim because that's what it says in the article was granted a full restraining order um, ahead of let's see full temporary order of protection for the victim per the people's request and with consent of defense counsel Um, he is slated to show up in court may 9th uh, for mm, to address the various charges filed against him recently um so he's been dropped his him and his legal team are both insisting on his innocence. Uh, that hasn't stopped his public image from being affected. Yeah. Uh, obviously he's been dropped by his management company and his publicist already, but Disney has not dropped him. So we'll see I, what I, happens with that. I, you don't. Well, they can't do it until Loki season two airs and, and, I'm sure he's filmed other stuff for other projects already. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we, I mean, we talked about that last time. It's going to be Disney. Yeah, Disney was yeah. Ezra Millard essentially. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you can't right. you can't Seriously. speak ill of of him until you're completely done. Yeah. Well, Ezra Miller has been found guilty of kidnapping and breaking and entering and a bunch of stuff. So, well, yeah. Kind of well, orange, but, apples but, and oranges, but yes. But no, but saying. okay, yeah. but WB never said yeah. anything. Oh yeah, no, they. they so that's that's have. my that's my reference there. <laughs> I hear. Is you. that yeah, Disney's sure. not going to say anything about this, right? Unless they absolutely have to. Yeah, it says uh, while it's unclear Disney is removing him from the MCU, there ha- have been reports that discussions are being made. It's worth noting that Jonathan Majors was set to be an important player for Marvel MCU moving forward as King of the Conqueror, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I mean, if he's guilty, put him in fucking jail. I don't want to. No, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the comeback trail. Like, that was the thing that always bugged me with people like Ezekiel Elliott on the Cowboys and people like that. Like, you are a shit human. You do not deserve stardom and all the money and life that comes with it you right deserve to be in a cage like it's yeah nope yeah uh so. i i thought the uh the picture you posted with uh kb lame as uh <laughs> mm. as uh as king was great it's like the <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best meme ever yeah i thought that was good yeah so yeah sorry that was a little kind of a downer way to end the uh they don't all make it out alive right <laughs> Uh, it's all good. That's all good. Um, so with that, let's let's talk Mando season three. Mm. I it got has... a, a couple quick things to throw in first. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Quick aside. Yeah. No. Uh, so number one, um, Return of the Jedi is in theaters until May the fourth. That's right. If you have a chance to go see it, do it. Um, <laughs> I'm taking Addy to go see it tomorrow <laughs> yeah. because. I don't know if we'll, I'll ever have that chance again. Right. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's the, I think it's the first Star Wars movie I remember seeing in the theater. I saw it at the dome in Pleasant Hill with my dad. I remember waiting in line. Nice. For um, I'm fairly certain I was in utero for the first movie. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I was probably a screaming baby during Empire. <laughs> right. And I know for a fact I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater with Pops. So, yeah. Um, we watched uh empire or at least the first half of empire the other day Addie was so just beat from four shows of the the uh, sound of music that she was in for school oh, yeah. just completely toast so she made it through about half of it and then fell asleep <laughs> it's like i get it kid it's a 
it's a long movie, but uh, we're going to finish that up and then we're going to go see Return of the Jedi tomorrow. So that's awesome. That's a big one. And then that dovetails into just a quick game uh, thing. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out this week yes. or last How week, Friday. It? Uh, it is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order uh, with Cal Kestis and company. It's fucking fantastic unless you buy it on PC because apparently the PC port is fucking dog shit. Really? Like, just on certain configurations basically it's unplayable like the frame wow, rates are terrible it just the pc port is terrible it's usually um, the other way around isn't it well not lately apparently it's been a, a thing where a bunch of these AAA games are getting just terrible pc ports which makes no sense because of how powerful computers are They're, right especially the bleeding edge rigs are light years ahead of the the console so yeah um Major patch dropped on uh, the first, which is supposed to help the PC people. We had a patch for PS5 and Xbox today. I haven't had a chance to check that out yet, um, but I did notice a bunch of bugs in my playthrough. A bunch oh. of really off, like hair and clothing misbehaving, and articles colliding. And I went through. I'm pretty sure I'm relatively far in the story, and I fought a major boss and as the finale of that fight is happening, the boss art is like clipping all over the screen. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. It was really, really major bugs. You should not have shipped a title with like it. And there, Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, especially a star Wars title. <laughs> well, yeah, especially a triple a title from EA and a star Wars title, right? Like anyway, it's, it's amazing. The story is great. It's a very adult. It's much more adult than the first game. Okay. Um, and you're not like, the padawan that was hiding kind of thing you're a full-on jedi knight you have all your abilities from the first game basically and you're just a badass oh awesome going through the story and they expand on that so oh you know, that's such a that's yeah. such a great thing because yeah usually the yeah. second game you go through a level and you lose all your powers and you spend the rest right. of the game trying to get them back yeah that's so incredible. this is it's five years later you've got a five o'clock shadow and you've seen some shit like right it's yeah they uh, they added two new blasters or two new lightsaber stances to the game which isn't a spoiler at all one of them is a blaster stance which is fucking dope yeah so you've got like more of a dooku fencing style single saber in one hand and then your offhand is a is a blaster so you can yeah. mine that into stuff oh, and then wow. the other one is a kylo ren style hilt cross guard but claymore size blade so it's very oh. slow but hits super hard and sends guys flying nice um, and they also have dismemberment in this version. So you're cutting off yes. arms and, and heads and shit's flying everywhere. Which is true um, to Star Wars. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah games, let's suffer sure. some shit. Well, yeah, I mean, even in the, in the old game. <laughs> Every hand brutal. be damned. <laughs> well, yeah, they had, yeah. they had actually, I remember they had cheats in like Jedi Knight where you could turn on super evisceration basically. <laughs> right. There's just body parts flying everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. Um, the story so far is really good. And the way they kind of revisit some of the characters from the first game and then bring you into the, the second one is just done really well. Um, so bugs aside, the bugs are enough to kind of take you out of it sometimes. Like we'll go to light speed to travel and it's just blank. <laughs> it's like right. there's Nothing. the planet and a blank star field <laughs> instead of you going through it and then, you know, zooming in. But anyway, it's really good. Uh, all bugs aside and uh i'm having okay. fun i'm gonna it's gonna be a, a heartbreaker when it's done so yeah did you see the uh the mark hamill cameron monaghan promo yes that's right <laughs> where he's showing him how to <laughs> so do it he's good. like you don't need to tell me how to use a lightsaber son <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's really it's really great and i hope that he ends up in one of these star wars series that uh hopefully he's in ahsoka yeah or something um we'll see but yeah, I that, no, that would be great if they if they crossed uh, crossed the streams a little bit with that. Right. Yeah. Um, he'll have to be much older, though, because his stuff is happening timeline wise the same time as the Obi-Wan series. Right. Yeah. So that's Vader still alive then. And you run into Vader in the first game. Yeah. So yeah. he'd have to be he might be too old to play that or not old enough to play that role because. Sure everything that's current in the Mandoverse is much further well, line, right? Yeah, but you can, I mean, you can, uh, you, it's easy to age them up a little mm -hmm. bit. I mean, I would, that's it true. would be, it would be kind of fun to see a, uh, uh, an old age makeup Cameron Monaghan, like old gristled, like, yeah, 
I mean, veteran, come like on. veteran Luke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This you time know? he doesn't throw the lightsaber over his shoulder. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk. Anyway. Uh, let's dovetail right into that Mando let's, shit. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. It's, uh, we got some Mando <laughs> shit to talk about. Uh, 86% <laughs> fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 50% audience score for season three. So there's a lot, a lot of shit happening in uh, Mando season three. I guess we can just talk quickly about the eps and then we'll go over our overall thoughts. But yeah, no, well, um, yeah, cheers. So, uh, chapter 17, uh, episode one of the season is titled The Apostate. And basically, you're getting back to the, the crew. So, the armor and a group of Mandalorians ho- ho- is holding a ceremony to induct a young child into the tribe. Ceremony is interrupted by the biggest fucking giant turtle <laughs> dragon turtle something <laughs> and the clan is trying to defend themselves and they're basically toast until they're saved by dinjarin and grogu in their fancy little ship and some proton torpedoes um armor confirms that the minds of mandalore st- still exist and that din can become mando once more once he bathes in the waters and all that uh dinjarin flies back to navarro and meets up with grief karga and does tries to do like the epic hand clap heard around the world doesn't really work but uh grief karga has uh cape droids right it's <laughs> the best thing ever yeah uh pirates kind of jump in and we get sal the hut which is one of the best <laughs> memes ever right <laughs> um they try they he want didn't john wants to rebuild uh ig11 uh they try to do that, but the droid tries to kill Grogu and, <laughs> and antics ensue. Um, they go to search for a new memory core for the droid. And as Din leaves Navarro, the pirate crew uh, attacks his ship, but Din escapes. And then Din Djarin meets up with Bokatan in an old Mando castle on the moon of Mandalore. And she reveals that after losing the dark saber, she was abandoned by her crew. Um, I don't want to do this for all of them. Sorry. It's going to be a lot. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I'd say in general, like the intro was reasonably strong. Uh, it was fun getting back to see some of the old characters. I think, yeah. I don't know, do we even want to do like a play by play situation? Because well, <laughs> I, I think we already did the first couple. Yeah, we did, yeah, we did the first right. few episodes and I, and I, I know that we did. Didn't we briefly comment on on Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd being? We did. Second? Yeah, we did. So, so maybe so we why can, don't we, we just can discuss from there? We can discuss from the uh, the last two centric. Yeah, episodes. guns for hire. So we could talk about mm-hmm. the last two then. All right. So seven and eight are actually were actually pretty good. So chapter seven yeah. is entitled the uh, the spies, which everyone's like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. So earlier in the series, there's a whole episode that has no Mando in it. It's about the reformation of the empire uh high command and valuable assets so dr pershing being the main one who's in charge of the whole cloning experiments and a couple other uh side commanders that used to work for moff gideon and so that whole episode the whole reason they spent that much time on it is to set up what happens in chapter seven or sorry episode seven the spies where you find out that she is in fact a spy for um moff gideon and everyone this sent the internet ablaze because it's like it's called the spies is the armor a spy is <laughs> yeah. one of the other mandos a spy who's the spy like i know i was doing that um this one was actually written by favreau and filoni uh and ends up being really cool uh, joe you're caught up officially right so yeah how how squee did you squee when he requested reinforcements from uh commandant hux <laughs> i squeed so hard <laughs> i knew it <laughs> because one it's hux's dad finally mm-hmm. we get canon yep. brendel Bren- hux brendel hux and it's played by his brother, brother right brother yeah, yeah. right <laughs> so in like I think a, a, in the whole fanon, we always just assume that uh, Brendel Hux is Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it just fits. Right. So, like, I was a little like, mm, damn it, they didn't get him. But I'm like, they got his brother, which is just as good. 
<laughs> Somebody singing in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that that's the shower song. Oh righty then. Yeah. Um, and so now I have a face to hate for ruining poor Armitage Hucks. <laughs> yes. There, there, there you go. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, his dad was horrible, horrible to him, and that's why him and Phasma killed him. Spoilers. So that Anywho. was a. Uh, so yeah. So in this episode, Moff Gideon's informed by Ella Kane, who was the ex-Imperial, <laughs> of the Mando's intent to retake the planet, and Gideon relays that information to the Shadow Council. He requests reinforcements from Commandant Hux, and uh, <laughs> in the absence of Grand Admiral Thrawn, they need new leadership. So that's a huge drop. <laughs> This is hilarious background. <laughs> I can't take it. We should all just be quiet. And listen. <laughs> you got to teach him to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and we've lost Andy. <laughs> broken by, broken by style. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm back. I'm off. I'm Are back. Sure? Are you all verklempt? It looks like you have no. the vapors. <laughs> oh no. Joe's turned into a please. berry and you have <laughs> No, please talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, right. Oh the, my god. The Shadow Council and what it means. Yeah, exactly. Discuss. <laughs> so there's a Shadow Council, which means that the Empire has remnants all over the place that are trying to regain control and they're preparing for Grand Admiral Thrawn's return. But uh Moff Gideon is like, hey, you know, we should have other leadership because he's not showing up. So he wants to be the guy. Uh, there's a reference to Project Necromancer, which is how the Emperor gets back, apparently, in the in the movies. Yeah. Um, but that's not him. So, <laughs> hey, Andy, mute your shit. <laughs> I know. That was hilarious. Uh, so, <laughs> back on Navarro, Bo-Katan unites the Mandalorian clans and prepares a recon party to explore the surface of Mandalore and locate the Great Forge. And before leaving, Grief Karga presents Din Djarin with IG-12, a rebuilt version of IG-11, which is able to be controlled by Grogu. So we get... Oh my god, that was adorable. We get Grogu Cop out of, Dude, <laughs> out of this episode. This, that, yeah. this point in the yeah. episode, like, when he's using the no and the yes, oh I'm my dying. god, it was so stupid. Yes, 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 yes. And, exactly. and then it transitions to them walking through the little market right. where, yes, yes, <laughs> he's yes, eating with stealing yeah, stuff. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, so my good. favorite meme is the Grogo Cop meme because right. it's just so perfect. But he's basically Krang from the TMNT. Um, yeah, good times. Um, let's see. So, uh, so on Mandalore, the group meets up with another surviving clan who's loyal to Bo-Katan, which I kind of thought that was a missed opportunity for some combat. Uh, is that the voice of Bo-Katan? Like, you abandoned oh, sure. us. We're gonna kill you, kind of thing. But she, it actually gives us some pretty cool backstory because Bo-Katan admits that she surrendered to Gideon yeah. shortly after the Night of a Thousand Tears, hoping that he would spare the rest of her people, and then he just fucks them all over. Um, the party does find the Great Forge, but is ambushed by Beskar enhanced stormtroopers or whatever the fuck oh, they are. Because God, that, that was that scene so was cool. insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do a bunch of really great fight scenes there, and then there's a whole like infiltration where a group of them split off. And Din Djarin is captured by uh, Moff Gideon, who shows up in his super Beskar with the spiky, you know, Maul-inspired yeah. points. The, the uh, darkest the, trooper. The darkest trooper helmet, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what dark is. He, like, moves his hair to the side. <laughs> the very goth, the goth trooper. Um, right, yeah. Uh, this Comes is a rough... My Chemical Romance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a rough episode, too, because... Um, uh, he attempts to kill the search party. Bo-Katan uses the dark saber to make an escape, but Paz the Vizsla stays behind yeah. to buy some time because there's too many of them. And then we get the Praetorian guards come out that were mentioned earlier in the episode, and we haven't seen yeah. them since Return of the or since Return. Jesus, I almost fucking killed that since uh, the uh, Ray episode. and Kylo Ren, right? Yeah, the episode that will not be named, um, right? The episode. hip grab. Yeah, episode eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the and they grab. kick the shit out of him 
as they should have but holy crap that was a that was rough to watch that was a brutal death but man he he went out fighting so good job there paz good job favs um yeah and credits for that episode that was a rough rough ending but made sense yeah um so then we get to the finale uh, chapter 24 the return which is episode eight for the season um also written by john favs uh let's see Bo-Katan and her recon squad retreat from Moff Gideon's base. Upon returning to the Mandalorian flagship, Axe Wolves sends the remaining Mandos to reinforce the planetary troops while he defends the ship from the Imperial TIE squadrons coming out of that base. Uh, That was one of the things that kind of threw me like, holy shit, Moff Gideon's been on Mandalore the entire time. Yeah. Enough to build that much of a base. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time. That makes sense. But that actually also makes sense how the, the, uh, what are they tie they're not interceptors advanced right uh right well the so the tie bombers and then the no interceptors yeah is it interceptors they are advanced tie fighters i forget um anyway so it makes sense why they were able to attack bo-katan on the moon nearest to mandalore because those they're not long-range fighters so that made a little bit more sense actually yeah um so with the assistance from Grogu, Din Djarin escapes from captivity, seeks out Moff Gideon, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to read this point for point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why didn't Moff Gideon go after these guys if he had like the mini map? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and sees yeah. them headed for the clone chamber because they run across all these clones of Gideon that they destroyed way too easy. <laughs> Apparently he knew like a cheat code to blow them up and there's no guards on his most valuable property. Right. Yeah. Well, I this mean, and they were, and, and, and the disconnect there was that that was, they were so quick to bomb Bo-Katan's castle. Right. Earlier in the season. Like they didn't. Yeah. There's no like lead up to it at all. Right. Yeah. So it, it just, yeah, it seemed, yeah, it seemed weird that there was no, yeah, that there's for, for everything that was going on there, no security cam. <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah. Right. right like yeah or and and how does he know how to overload the cloning chambers like super easily and why are there right. no super trooper guards there if that's like i'm cloning myself to give myself force powers and shit like that like maybe lock the door i don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah maybe a you know windows key l on the keyboard right. so he can't get yeah. in and, and blow up your shit um there was a, a good the fight at the end with Bo-Katan and Din and Grogu against Gideon and the Praetorians were was fun. Yeah, it, it was kind of I don't know. Man. There's a lot of stuff I love about this episode and the season in general, but I think it it sums it up pretty well with like the it's every episode is fun to watch and has something to like. They don't all tie together as well as they should, and it kind of leaves you asking, is this like the last Mandalorian? season we'll ever get i think right especially with the way they ended it with Mm -hmm. with them kicking up at the ranch and like the little circle in yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know they you know they destroyed the dark saber in that fight that's gonna be a thing coming up i'm sure yeah to see if grogu tries to take that and remake it or maybe the maybe the armorer because they were able to relight the forge with everybody so ig11 comes back as the marshal and navarro which is cool i mean there's a bunch yeah. of stuff they set up for another season but yeah i don't know what do you guys think overall well, i didn't really like the way this there's rumors going around that uh, uh pascal's not going to come back where did you hear that and why <laughs> uh okay let me do my <laughs> due diligence <laughs> i mean wait a minute it, i think it makes sense too he's you know he doesn't want to be in a helmet the whole time i thought they had a really missed opportunity there at the end too when they're kicking back at the ranch and grogu is playing with the frogs he could have taken his helmet off and just set it down next to him enjoy the sunshine or something like that you know right well i mean and they made such a big deal that that bo katan because she, she she walks amongst both right clans can take right. hers off yep like you know i mean why not because I mean, it ultimately it was Din Djarin that brought these that brought everybody together in right. a way. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't he fall in the same category? Right. Is it just because he was part of the Conclave before their yep. little their little super group? You know, 
the super group. Yeah. Right. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I really like the, the series or the season, excuse me. Um, I love that it paid a lot of respects to some other things. That whole moment where Grogu is holding back the flames. Yeah. was very Star Wars Rebels, Kanan Jarrus, like at the end there. Um, there was a bunch of other really good call outs in general, just like the ships that the Mandos were using was awesome. We haven't seen those in live action yet. Um, oh no, Joe's sending links. <laughs> Pedro uh -oh. Pascal leaves, but the Mandalorian lives. Well, the Mandalorian was a Grogu the whole time, so that's all right. I really, right. if they don't give us at some point Grogu in Beskar armor with a lightsaber, I'm gonna be upset. Like, well, I mean, Grogu. They, yeah, I mean, right. not, they certainly, not little, not little plate Grogu. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, no, they certainly was, tease it with giving you, I mean, with giving him, you know, a little bit of armor, right? So, yeah. obviously, when I was hoping it. when they were doing the whole like he can't take the creed because he doesn't talk yet, right. I was hoping he was gonna like say just something like that right. would well, and then right, Mando we would have gotten officially as we get Grogu's first word. <laughs> Right. right. I mean, it should. This is the way. It would have been super easy. Like, yeah. Well, I, 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 I thought because they set that up in the in Bo-Katan's fighter when they were going to that one part mm -hmm. where they all say this is the way, and he got, you yeah, know, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I mean, yeah, they could have easily, you know, he could have easily squeaked out a tiny "this is the way," you know. Right. And then, and then the armor could have said, "Well, he can talk. Let him begin." And then you fade to black. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That might have been a little too heavy handed, but it hey, seems guy, like there's a lot of opportunities there that they chose. They specifically chose not to do those things to set right. up something else. Right. So, yeah. Like, hopefully, I we get that payout. I would have taken the little Grogu, this is the way over the, like you said, the ending at the ranch with the right. Looney Tunes circle. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that, was <laughs> little, <laughs> that was a little just like, ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I get it. It's you know that, that would be a shit. that'd be a good like seer. That's why they were saying like there was a whole thing with Dan Casey on Nerdist. Like, did we just see the series finale? Like, that's yeah. a great way to wrap up the entire thing. Mm -hmm. You know, just to, to yeah. end it on a super chill note. But yeah, they anyway hang out in the sunset together. <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot. It wasn't my favorite season. Uh, the first one's really good. The second one's yeah. fantastic. This one's probably not as good as the first season, but it had a lot of great action visually. It was amazing but um yeah well and it's weird now too and again we're getting out of this sort of the post-covid era of of show production and everything where but it it seems to be sort of the the pace of these sort of special streaming shows where they're not going to start production until it gets renewed and we you know yeah we had book of boba fett in between but we didn't necessarily get a full season of Mando until what two two years after the last one, you know. And yeah, it was over two years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ones. And so, uh, and so, it's. I mean, you get excited. You know, the whole thing about, and especially like, um, uh, House of the Dragon is going to fall into this category, mm -hmm. right? It's going to be a couple of years before we see House of the Dragon season two. Yeah, and rumors are it, we're going to get Daenerys in that. <laughs> so like you know but and that's the thing is like how are we I, 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 it's hard to get excited and stay up on a show if it's you know like if it takes so long between seasons one and two yeah they're really so leaning season three and four yeah you're right they're really leaning on this the property uh the weight of the name of the property and the the yeah. heft that it has in the industry and like the the fan base that's built in to keep those things going because normally like a new ip like this it's dead on the vine if you don't have something to follow up with right away but because right. of disney and because it's star wars you know yeah good to go i mean the, the upcoming shows they have we get a new star wars visions by the way on thursday the new animated oh series. nice nice that'll be great ahsoka comes out in august skeleton crew is still coming out this year but yeah. then we've got the Acolyte is scheduled for 2024 and or season two, 2024, Bad Batch season three and Mando season four are all TBD, especially now with the writer strike. That's going to push everything. Right. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I'm super excited for Ahsoka. Like if you guys haven't watched Star Wars Rebels, fucking I, I'm, please watch it. It's so I'm gonna, good. Yeah. No, I'm going to I'm going to try to finish Star Wars Rebels before. Yeah. 
that starts. They're easy um, watches too. They're 22 minute episodes because right. they're made for TV. So yeah. this, is, this is more for Jobin. Like they're 22 <laughs> minute episodes and the story starts off really strong. Um, I just started rewatching with Addy and was kind of shocked at how strong the story was to start with for an animated show. Yeah. And you'll fall in love with the droid. Like their, their astromech chopper is mm-hmm. like sassy and like punks people and pranks people and like is a badass. Dude, uh, uh speaking of droids, yeah. can we speak about the redemption of our 5D4 real right? quick? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the the secret spy who blew his motivator on purpose so that R2 right. could go with the uh, Skywalkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was... Right. Yeah, and and it, apparently the bane of mouse droids existence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we also didn't speak about the redemption of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Dude. So, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh man, that's right. No, that what that's right. We that 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 recording that? We, we did the, not uh we we didn't get a chance to talk. Of... Was that wasn't the Jack Black episode, was it? No, that was that was the one, one before that. that. Kellerman Beck? Yeah. yeah. Um which he was which, oh the guy that saved Grogu from Order yeah, 66. from Order 66. Right. We yeah. get the flashback. Which is which I I think it's so funny that they gave weight to uh this character that was initially a game show host <laughs> right well in the, in the uh, <laughs> one of those special things right right yeah so, so yeah in the star wars specials ahmed best played jedi master kellerman beck who was the right. host of a trivia show yep right but he is a and full-on then, badass in this dude and what a way to that... redeem that that actor and that character like he got shit on for so long <laughs> with Jar Jar. that was such an incredible segment yeah and and just the simple decision not to kill him off. Well, yeah, not- there was a there are some really good reviews uh, when I was going back getting ready for this, talking about how great it would have been to see a whole episode with him and Grogu. Right. Yeah. Like finding the next step or what's going to happen after they escape from Order sixty six and going right. to meet those people that he referred to. He was talking about in that episode, like we've got friends that we can go hide with or whatever like that would have been a really cool inside episode and they might do that still it was really fun to see coruscant again too you know like yeah and there was a bunch of um (laughs) mccory's like original droids used in this series original art used in the series original sets used in the series from way back yeah yeah. i i think i think we discussed this before but this is one of those parts where um this was in the um uh, the Pershing episode in Coruscant, where uh, the um, the Imperial spy takes him to the uh, the mountaintop on Coruscant. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, give it a touch." And then as it's about he's to touch it, like, "You can't touch that." <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's Please do refrain from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's cool. a, sorry. There yeah, were, it's yeah, okay. There... Overall, series was amazing. Yeah, Season was amazing. Uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. I'm excited. It doesn't the way this series kind of ended the season kind of ended it was kind of a downer honestly that the final episode was great but yeah like visually and it was fun but there's a lot of stuff that really didn't make sense and you know I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna star wars it too much <laughs> like star wars <laughs> yeah. fanboy it too much all right because i had a fun I had, it was a fun series you're season. not gonna yeah. last jedi yeah <laughs> right well last yeah. jedi is a pile of shit objectively okay <laughs> <laughs> this show <laughs> however um yeah it you know it's, it was worth watching with Addie. we had a good time with it and there's a lot of fun little tidbits that come out of it but you know yeah. it, thank god it wasn't as bad as the book of boba fett and uh <laughs> didn't go down the last jedi route so yeah right yeah seven out of ten <laughs> yeah no i think i think that's a fair assessment and yeah. you know what if if what joe sent us is true and pascal doesn't want to come back and they don't decide to ai his voice right with with the other actors that end up portraying the mandalorian and like the action scenes and whatnot right they could easily they they're easily in a spot where they can splinter this off into other shows well right i mean you've got you know yeah right you also have um Oh God, what's her name? Sabine Wren from Rebels, which right. we're getting in live action in Ahsoka, who's yeah. another Mando, who's amazing and will get like tons. Like if you thought Sabine or if you thought, yeah, Sabine was getting a ton of play uh, because of this series, wait till, sorry. <laughs> if you thought, what the fuck? My brain doesn't work anymore. 
what if you thought Bo-Katan was getting a lot of play from Mando series, wait till you see Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka series. She's yeah. like this young badass artist demo expert Mandalorian from the show. And that's going to mm-hmm. take off. Like it's going to take off like wildfire. I guarantee. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, good shit. Yeah. Can't wait for some more stuff. You got real loud all of a sudden. Um, well, I'm sorry. The singing bush behind me stopped. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what you thought about the Mandalorian season three. Let us know what you're watching, what you're playing. And until next week, we have spoken. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> uh, don't forget to find us on our socials, Rum and Regret Podcast on Facebook, on Rum underscore Regret on Twitter. Uh, Nate, where can they find you? Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all your socials and gaming platforms of choice. And if you decide to merc my crew, in Modern Warfare 2, where we're just trying to do missions. Don't be surprised when I shoot you and you decide to talk shit in your hillbilly accent and I call you a cousin fucker because it happened. <laughs> wow. We went to a very, very dark place. Yeah, it was not a dark place. Just that was now. Just wow. shit being okay. real. Do, do right. we discuss this? Uh, we might, okay, let's let's schedule a therapy session for this. This is a good place to start. Might be a room and regret after dark. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, uh, Joe, where can they find you? At Joe Chickadee on all the socials or at joechickadee.com. All right. You can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, at Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, Nate, we have spoken. Hillbilly cousin fucker. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes.